0: hi i'm scott and i'm seth and we are track walking tonight i have a topic tonight that seth just found out about
1: Actually I don't really even know yet. You threw a few words at me and I don't understand the full meaning of all of them. So I don't actually know what the topic is about. I know what it's named, but like yep. the the difference between name and meaning can be significant. Yes. So go. As it turns out.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I've been you know, we're still at the towards the beginning of a year and I keep hearing People talk a lot about goals and I've always found that to be interesting. Hell, we talked about goals
1: uh, a month or so ago, a couple months. Monthly? Did we? Yeah. Is that when I was trying to pin you down for resolutions or? Oh, we're... For sure. Yeah, probably. Um,
0: but yeah, goals, I guess goals have always seemed interesting to me because we can set them and there's all sorts of metrics. There's the whole smart acronym that goals are supposed to be measurable. I don't remember what the S is. Achievable, achievable, realistic and time bound. Yeah, sure. What's the S? Some, no. Yeah, something. Anyway, smart. um, but yeah, it's always seemed lacking to me. I, I don't know if, if you find
1: a, goals themselves lacking?
0: Yes. Like, it doesn't get to, like, the meat of things and life for me. I find them to be a tool. I don't find them to be the heart of the matter, if that makes sense.
1: It doesn't. Go
0: on. Cool. Um, I'm also drinking red wine tonight, by the way, because I'm older. So
1: the, the, the slower or the lower down that glass gets, the more fun this should be. It's going to be fantastic. Scott just had a birthday. So he's older than he was. Um, age is just a number and the number doesn't matter. So,
0: But the number is bigger. It is. Than it was last year. <laughs> I think by only one. I think that's how birthday works. Yeah. Um, so... I want to look at, and I think as we always do in this podcast, we're going to talk about something and I think it'll make more sense as we talk about it because I've got some ideas, but I don't really have it all put together, but I wanted to talk about goals and purpose and maybe goals versus purpose. However, You're you are gonna have to def- frame the two. You're
1: gonna have to define some things for me.
0: Sure. well, goals are things that we set, right? Things that we want to achieve, things we want to do. Um, I, I think one of the defining characteristics of a goal is that it is externally measurable. It's something that you like if I could set a goal or if I set a goal, Seth, you would know whether I achieve it or not, especially if we use that whole SMART acronym kind of thing.
1: So I could hold you accountable to it because it's a, like a measurable outcome.
0: Yes, I, I think okay. so. And purpose, I think, can, you know, you could definitely see like signs and symptoms of a purpose, but purpose, I think, is... L- largely if not completely internally driven it's not something that can really be i don't think you can hold me accountable for my purpose but i think you could see signs of it improving getting healthier things like that but in terms of like what my purpose is like that's that's a me thing
1: So this is the difference between like uh, my goal is to score a top five at half of the GLTC races versus my goal is to, to have fun in a positive racing environment, or my purpose is to have fun in a positive racing environment. I,
0: the fun having I think is somewhere would still be somewhere in the middle of those two. I think it'd be either be a bad goal because like, how do you measure having fun unless you like want to time, the amount of time that you like smile and are laughing in paddock or something like that.
1: Install a smile, a meter in your helmet. <laughs> right.
0: um, so I think, okay, first of all, I think even wanting to finish any place in a wheel to wheel race is a silly goal. I get it. I think it's a silly goal, but then you could say that's a goal. So top five would be a goal, but my purpose is to continue to grow and develop as a driver because I think that will help me be a better human being.
1: I don't like your purpose. Okay. That's fine. I think it's I think it's I think that whole the whole concept behind a purpose is just is like too wishy-washy and it gives you an out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I'm kind of okay with that. I I think and I don't know. Maybe. So
1: Yeah, but I don't I don't like I, I think giving. I think doing something like that 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 inherently has an out to it, that inherently has a well. You know, it could happen within this range. Blah 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 makes you underperform.
0: I think if we're talking about goals, you're right. I think if we're talking about a purpose, I think it's something different. I think it's. I I like the fact that purpose is not accountable to anyone else other than yourself. I like that. So like, okay. So goals, goals can be like what we appear as. They're the things that like, like you said, other people can hold us accountable to. They're the things that, you know, we wear on our shirts, the, the way that we walk, the, the jobs that we have, things like that, what we appear to be on the outside versus a purpose is what fulfills us. Purpose is like a life mission of sorts. So I think there's an, uh, an aspect of, uh, goals being objective and purpose being subjective. Which... I think
1: you're assigning value to two of those. I mean, you are assigning value to, to both of those. But I think the value you're assigning to them is unfair. Go on. So it, it appears to me that you, you are inherently saying that that purpose is superior to a goal. No. Because it sounds like you are. That's what I'm hearing. I hear your words, and that's what I'm hearing.
0: So I'm, I'm filling in the valley... That is purpose because it's not talked about. So I'm trying to lift it up to the same height of as goals that have been talked about.
1: Yeah, see, I think I think by by setting purpose by setting something that's not measurable by setting something that's not obvious and and using that as your metric for for what you're trying to do. It's not a metric though. But it, but it is because, because you're re, you're replacing, you're replacing a goal with no. a purpose you're filling in that you are I'm telling you, no. I can see it. No. That's what it sounds like. Okay. I, tell I, me how I under, you're not.
0: I understand how it, okay. I, I get how it sounds. You cannot okay. replace goals. I think to have a healthy purpose like that, that fulfilling drive
1: has to have goals. Okay, so you don't want to make the goals go away.
0: No. But I think the goals have to flow out of a purpose. And I think that's largely is what is missed. Is we set goals but we never really define a purpose.
1: So if I'm saying that like my my goal this year, I've got I've got 8 rounds of tiny motorcycle racing and my goal this year is to to be a good teammate is to attend 6 of those. Understanding that I have other things going on,
0: which is objectively measurable from
1: right because my teammates will definitely hold me accountable. Actually, I don't think I can show up to six, but that's a whole other story. (laughs) Um, But if if I give myself a goal like I will show up to six of these events, the bike, the the team bike will be prepped. You know, all of the goals that go along with that. You're saying that I need to, uh, if that's if that's my my end point, then then I'm missing the whole beginning of that, which is the attendance of those six events has to have a purpose to be meaningful.
0: Yes. Sure. I'll go with that. And,
1: and, and so that I need to to search out. So does that mean I need to define the purpose prior to setting the goals? Or does that mean I need to look at the old, the goals I have set for myself and question what the purpose was that was driving the setting of those goals.
0: Yeah, I I think that's interesting. I think you could use like initially as you're asking these questions about like what is my purpose? What is, you know, that thing or those things that like truly fulfill me. I think you could look at your goals as a hint of what your purpose is. Um but I don't think you can I don't think that goals are a reliable measure to be able to work backwards into a purpose. I think they can like give you a direction, maybe, but that's about it. Because sometimes like some of the goals we have are just because that's just what we've been doing for 20 years or that's what the people around us are doing. I think they can be misleading.
1: Okay. So 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 you're saying I shouldn't work backwards from my six races a year to go what am I what am I trying to to do by attending six races a year? Yes. Because and I again because, like because as
0: like, a starting as a starting place and as hints only, but yeah.
1: Because people could two different people could say, I want to attend six races a year for wildly different purposes.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you could want to attend six to, uh, grow a business. You could attend six to escape a home situation. You could want to attend six because you want to be, a supportive friend. Um you could yeah, you know there keep going.
1: Multitude of reasons. Yes. Um, multitude of purpose multitude of purposes that result in those goals.
0: Yes. And okay. I I think at the heart of it for me is I think purpose is essential to our personal well being. I think to have like a clear defined purpose again like that what fulfills us that that is important to our health and how we choose to use our time and our energy and you know where we where we budget all of this if that makes sense
1: so should we be putting effort into defining our purpose yes at any given time like like that should like i you know, not to, not to mix things, but should we have a goal to define the purpose? (laughs)
0: I don't think it could be measurable, but yeah,
1: sure. (laughs) Well, I mean, if we do like, like I write down, like, this is, this is my purpose for racing this year. This is an activity that I'm engaging in. And, and so you know, I, I have the engaging in this activity has a purpose in my life. I'm not just showing up to events because they exist, hanging out with my friends because they happen to be there, um, racing races because I mean I've got a car, might as well. Um I, I should figure out what I'm trying to do as a goal before I set out and spend a cubic amount of money. Purpose. Um yes. take a huge amount of time away from my family, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera.
0: Yeah, and I would I would even want to make it more holistic than even just like for this activity. This is my purpose. I would be like, I can't,
1: I can't do a purpose for my whole life. Seth, God, that's what like, is your that's purpose? Too much. That's too much. <laughs> but I think it's important to try. Um, You just opened a trap door and like, yes. instead of like there being a basement there, there's a void.
0: Yes. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I've, I've been yelling about the void. Like, you define the show is like shouting and like going blindly into that giant dark space that is like every single one of us. <laughs> so okay, so here's, I think here's uh, an example I I heard that I think would might be helpful. So where money can buy you an experience. Like that's, I think, largely what money can do is that it gives you experiences, whether it's like trying new foods, um, traveling, buying stupid race cars, like whatever it is. It buys you experiences in this world, but purpose can lead us to choosing which experience to purchase. Much okay. in the same way that goals, we can measure things, we can track progress, but purpose will lead us into what goals to choose. And where to put that time and energy, which are largely, I think, our goals. Are-
1: yeah, I almost, like, my, <laughs> my problem with it, no, like, like my problem with that concept is that we suck at purchasing It it finding true value in the things that that we purchase. Um, I, I think the majority of those experiential purposes are more about the fact that we have a void in front of us and we have to fill it with something and we're looking for meaning.
0: Yeah, I don't think you're wrong. I don't. I wouldn't get hung up on the money aspect of this.
1: Well, no, but but like in general, right? Like right. that's the, the 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 overwhelming on we of doing nothing. We still need to have an episode of on capitalism at some point. <laughs> yeah, we do. But but that overwhelming on we of nothing needs to be filled with something. Sure. And I think we we generally wallow around. Blindly doing, you know, a thing we saw on the internet, a thing our friend did, a thing a friend our friend did on the internet, and and we don't have. I I think my my converse to that whole thing that you said is we are so bad at it that that can't possibly be true.
0: What can't be true?
1: The the fact that that we are that that the purpose can drive. Like, if we have a purpose, it can drive those experiential purchases. Like, I don't think purchase is driving any of that stuff because we, like, the the data out there suggests that we're so bad at it that that's not happening at all. Sure. And so I think you're wrong.
0: No, I, I think you're getting two things confused. So okay. I don't think, you know, again, I, I don't want to get hung up on the money aspect here, but I think... You know, you're looking at us trying to basically ignore the void as we're talking about, like trying to distract ourselves, get away from it, things like that, where I think purpose can be totally at peace with the fact that that void exists, not try to get away from it, yet still try to do things.
1: I've never met anybody able to do that. So I'm I'm fascinated by the idea that you're still positive about that. I'm I'm
0: uh I am positive that I think that it is a possibility.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm tears. jaded. I'm jaded to the point that that I that I don't that I don't think there is is a, a deeper meaning in that other than perhaps the human connection aspect of it. Right. right. Um,
0: Yeah. And that may just be the very point of (laughs) life in general as some of all of it, as so many old people, especially keep reminding us.
1: Yeah. So my, my sister just sent me a link to a video that was shot during the last food service at her restaurant. Hmm. Um, She, they recently closed down and sold the restaurant and so somebody came in during the very last evening that they served pizzas and food and, and sort of had a party. And if you took away the fact that, I don't know, like a third of the people in there were speaking French, um, that could have been anywhere in the world that was like Austin or Madison or Portland or like, like the, the people involved were clearly like cool people if you know what i mean if you if you went to a restaurant that was cool and cool people were doing cool things and it you know what i mean like like that vibe and that community and they were all drawn together by this thing and it could have been anywhere it didn't have to be in ghent belgium true and i talked to her about it and it was like the I, n- I never went to her restaurant for a variety of reasons, mostly because it's on the other side of an ocean. Um, and be good beer though. Uh, that's what, Yeah, that affects me. Not at all. <laughs> um, but I said, you know, I said, that's the, like, are, do you miss the restaurant or do you miss the experience? And she was kind of like, neither one. What I miss is creating the experience for other people in the way that she knows how.
0: I mean that's pretty damn close to a purpose, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I was but I have been thinking about that, right? That's 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 sort of a sort of a thing is it, like as she shut it down, she she definitely is not going to miss running a restaurant. Um she's tired. She's been running a restaurant for the better part of 10 years. She's not going to miss waking up at five in the morning, four in the morning to get doughs ready to cook pizza at night. Um, She's not going to miss, you know, building fires in an oven to cook pizza. You know, there's, there's a lot of hard work. She's not going to miss hiring and firing people, um, which is part of running a restaurant. Yeah. But there are things that she, there, there was a world that she created that allowed other people to have an experience within it that she's going to miss. Yes. Um, and I've been thinking about that in relationship to, to racing. Um, like the, when we were talking about it, the thing it most reminded me of was Jubei and, and I felt like, Oh, he's running a racing restaurant.
0: Yeah. Or, um, he's a bartender.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's a, yeah, that would be it. Um, who and
0: lost the taste. <laughs> not that's that's not fair. I don't think he's lost the taste, but he's definitely like kinda over a lot of it.
1: Right. But but in order to be done with it, he has to give up the ability to create the world that other people have those experiences in.
0: So I can close closely identify with this in teaching and pastoring. Okay. And that both of those environments in which I did those things were flawed in one reason or 20 of each of them. Um but what I miss um like your sister said I miss the creativity terribly. I miss creating things. And I also miss being with people in a way where we were exploring ideas. And to me, that is a lot of why coaching is very intriguing to me because it itches those same spots.
1: So that was going to be my next question. When you, when you find those things in your life, how do you apply that? You know, knowing like my sister, she's like, I I cannot own another restaurant. She's like, it took too much owning a restaurant took too much from me you know it took the entirety of her 30s from her and she's like i can't do that anymore so how do you take something that you know is important to you and apply it because you have a purpose right like like your purpose is creating an environment in in that case in her case through food creating an environment in which other people really do experience community and joy and all of those things and, and apply that to something else so that you can still, you know, fulfill your purpose without <laughs> losing your mind.
0: Yeah. In your sister's case, I don't know. That's gotta be, that's gotta be personal work for her. <clears throat>
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it is for all of us. This is just sure. an example, right? Like, like we're all gonna. I hope all of us at some point have something where we're where we realize that we're doing, we're doing something that, and it doesn't it doesn't have to be creating a community. It, it can be whatever it is. Our our interaction with people, whether it's through work or through pastimes or through through something like that, where we're like, yes, in this moment, this is a thing that I'm that I'm happy with and and proud of and. And, you know, if I could grab this moment and hold on to it, I would. Um, and how very few of us can sustain that for a a super long time period in our lives. Um,
0: so I think where this may actually be a good leading point is how goals and purposes see obstacles because I think they see them in very different ways. All right. So when we set goals and we reach an obstacle to reaching that goal or hardships, I'm sorry. We see hardships are obstacles to overcome, to get through, to get by. Um, so I think in that way, goals actually miss a lot of life in a lot of different ways. Is that we've got to get from here to there. We've got to, you know, we either have helpers or herders, or we've got people who encourage us or people who hold us back. Like it, goals to me kind of seems like it would lead into seeing the world much more black and white, into things that help us versus things that hurt us. Where Purpose, I think, sees hardships as like admission to the show, or I, I still like this. Zach Lavoie said, um, like hardships as to tu- the tuition that you pay to go to school or whatever it is. So, where purpose would see these obstacle or these hardships, rather, I'm sorry. Hardships is just part of it. Maybe certainly not a desirable part of it, but like would still see those as experiences that are worthwhile and part like every bit as part of it as the joys and the celebrations. Does that make sense? So like goals yeah, it, it, goals would see hardships as obstacles and purpose would see hardships as the admission or like just part of the process
1: i guess i'm still a little fuzzy with that like like i still that's that's i see that when people talk about you know the the things that were difficult made it worth the journey and i'm always like yeah i don't
0: <laughs> like that
1: only that only works if it was only like somewhat difficult and you were still able to complete the journey right um you know if if you have something in your life in your whatever you're doing that like well and truly breaks you down it's really hard to it's really hard to talk about those things in the same way and and i think that's the same with racing right you're like you know my goal was to my goal is to attend six events this year well yeah but if i get to event three and I, you know, I break my other collarbone. It's hard to look at that and be like, oh, well, that's just, you know, the, the, the price of doing things. And we're like, no, that sucks. Like everything about that sucks. Well,
0: it sucks because it was an obstacle to your goal of being there for six times rather than, and, and again, like we we're certainly talking about a non life ending, <laughs> like, right <laughs> a non-permanent well, hardship but like you could see it as it got in the way of what i was trying to do or it's like can turn into a really good story
1: right but but to to flip that on you what happens if you get to the, the second event this year and somebody noses your car into a wall and the shell's written off
0: boy that It sounds familiar almost. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, I I actually, Brian DeFries and I talked about this like a week, week and a half ago, is I would have to stop for a while. Um, You know, I see a lot of cars being built just kind of like a one-and-done sort of thing. And there is a reason why my Miata has been slowly undergoing (laughs) six year transformation because I don't have the money to be able to just drop on a car to like get it ready. You know, first I had to buy the car, then the hard top, then the roll roll bar and safety equipment. Then only after that stuff was paid for and or after I'd saved up for the next round of things could I start looking at suspension. After that was, you know, it's just all the steps. Like I could not do those at the same time. I'd be closer now than I was, you know, when I started.
1: But if your if if your purpose in racing,
0: yeah, uh, you see, you, you want to define it just to racing, but keep going.
1: No, but but I mean. So do you want to just do like a giant holistic purpose or can we have little purposes? Like
0: that's, I, I personally, again, like this is coming from me as an idealist and like big 20 million light year view of things. Like I always want to try to be holistic. I always want to try to be universal.
1: Okay.
0: And like your smaller purposes can be a little more specific out of that.
1: Right. But, but you can have, can you maintain your purpose if you have racing taken away from you? Yes.
0: I believe so. Because again, I can mainly speak to this as quickly as I can because Brian and I just talked about this is I would still be able to do coaching Um, and to be honest, I'd probably be able to do it more than I would be now with a race car trying to race. Um, I think I could hold some actual events of my own that I really want to do if I'm not prepping a race car and spending my money on a race car. Um, I think I would quite possibly be a much more attentive, um, fiance if I didn't have (laughs) a car to prep and events to go to Um, I think there would be a lot of things you know if I didn't need all this money to prep a car would I still need the job I'm in now which as we've talked about I am currently not enjoying to its fullest but I'm doing because it affords me the ability to go racing End.
1: When you them. say all this out loud, it, it sounds like I should steal your car because it would make your life.
0: That will be a different better. podcast.
1: There's the wrong word. No.
0: Um, but, Racing is hard. Like, yeah, it is yeah. hard. And I think it can scratch a niche that can be very good for a lot of people as long as. Uh, Again, like as long as you're very clear about it from the get-go, like why you're doing this. Um, but it can't dictate, again, like that's where your goals, I don't think, can dictate your purpose. I think your purpose have to drive your goals.
1: Are we bad at that then? I think
0: we're terrible at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, I think it's we're all broken. Like, like, and I don't,
1: I, I don't want to be critical of you as my friend in, in this moment. But when you said all those things out loud, you could, you could coach and probably do better. You could probably do yep. some events. So that, why aren't I? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like, 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 there's a lot of the, all of those things you listed sounded like very positive things to me. And, and you're not doing them.
0: And so what is it? Again, I I think this will have to be a different podcast, but what is it about racing that is so alluring that gets under your skin? Um, That you're
1: willing to give up those things for it? Because you clearly are giving up some things. Because if I told you I took your race car away, you would do other stuff
0: yeah i mean i'd have to otherwise you know yeah <laughs> yeah
1: yeah so like is is that it you've got is, is it just the things that would fall into that void that that the race car created or so like if i took your race car away like just from a pure time standpoint sure you would have a massive void of of we'll call it free time
0: and money I think money money the other part yeah
1: right which which you trade time for money every day. you did it today yep um, so is I don't want to say is it worth it that's like sure. such a but but you you clearly think it is. you must think it is because you're a thinking guy who thinks about these things.
0: Yeah. I think you give me too much credit there. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly try to cultivate that opinion of myself. Um, no, I, I, I think for me, there's still a, a huge section of I'm, I'm still driven by emotion and the tiny, you know, monkey part in the back of your brain, just like everyone else is And, Racing is fun, and it's loud noises, and get to go fast and try to try to do as best as I can sort of thing and you like being a race car driver? I like being a race car driver, but I don't think it's necessary to fulfill my purpose.
1: I usually. I say I usually quit things, but I've I've been known to to stop activities when I look and I'm like, what the hell am I even doing? Tell me more about that stuff. Um, I with with a lot of the things I do, um, I'll I'll start with an idea like, oh, I would I would like to to uh, to go track cars. That that sounds fun.
0: That's something you did.
1: Um, and then. I go from tracking cars to, oh, now I hold a time trial license. Cool. Well, this is probably not the right car for that, so I'm going to buy another track car, and I'm going to do time trial with that track car, and then... It, it did not progress to wheel-to-wheel racing for me, but but there's just sort of like I fall down this, I go here and I go here and I go here and I've got a stack of wheels in the garage and I've done four one-laps and I've done all this stuff and then I usually open that, that trap door to the cellar and go, Jesus Christ, what have I done? like Like, I don't realize how far I've gone until I'm uncomfortable being there.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair.
1: And I think a lot of other people do it, which is why I think uh, like when they quit, they just have to like, they have to push it away. Like you, very few people can like step back sure, to the place that they were comfortable. They just have to just whoa, like, like walk away from it.
0: Well, it's the boiling frog theory, you know? Yeah. You don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't realize the water's getting hot until it's really hot. It's it's hard to it's hard to get perspective in degrees. Um but it's much more it's much easier um after five years after fifty thousand dollars spent or more after right. whatever thing has passed, you know, you've you've reached your ten thousand hours, what whatever it is, like then you can kind of turn around. I mean, it's like, I've had good friends who like, you know, for one reason or another, like aren't able to make a racing season or something. And like, they're just done because they've realized like, I have so much more time and money outside of this. <laughs> um, I, I won't name a name, but he seems to get s- just as much pleasure out of competitive, frisbee golf or disc golf as he does from racing yeah and i think that's cool and so the the other thing that i think to kind of bolster why purpose is important is there's actually been um several big time studies done about purpose to show that purpo- like having a sense of purpose, um, like defined, written down, all of that can and really does help to regulate stress in your life. And it adds as like it almost like it's adds hope as well. That it makes the lows much less low and oddly enough as we were talking about stoicism a few weeks ago i think it um it's been shown to actually make the highs less high but in a good way because you're not relying on those momentary experiences you've got a much longer view of who you are and your purpose so when you hit uh, hardships or something. You see that in the bigger picture of what your purpose is. Or if you have a success or something like these people are glad for it, they're happy for it, but it doesn't define why they're doing it. Does that make sense? So the purpose like helps to give you the long view of everything.
1: So we, we tend to, we've, we've made jokes before about, you know, how did, how did you start in cars? Oh, I started autocrossing. I did this. I did this. Now I run a race team. Like there's this, this crazy, that's not crazy. It's like, it's like an obvious progression, right? Like I used to like matchbox cars. My dad had a cool car. Then I started out like the, it's, it's the whole (laughs) tale as old as time thing going on. But I, do we need to promote the progression all the way like we do i i feel like even though i don't race wheel the wheel i i do uh prescribe to the idea that of course like like all those 6-year-olds who are playing with matchbox cars are obviously going to end up wanting to wheel the wheel right and and if you're if you're and i i did this when i when i autocross when i instructed autocross you know people were like what next and i'm like go find a track day yeah i I told people that i said that is that is the next thing like when you're when you're looking for this go do this or if you want to be more serious with autocross you know go do go do a national tour event or or think about nationals or like like progression 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 and more is the bigger more right And is the promotion of progression useful toward, you know, for people as they, as they sort through their purpose, I guess it's an individual thing, but, um, I'm, I'm not sure if we're promoting the wrong thing for people.
0: I mean, honestly, all I hear in what you said is capitalism again. Like in that you, there is no satisfaction to where you are now. There's only satisfaction in either accumulation or growth. Right. There's no winning until you have it all. And even then, guess what? That grass is greener. You still want more. Well, yeah,
1: we always have to play up against the limit, right? That's like, like, what is our limit? Is our limit money? Is our limit time? Is our limit is our limit the, the skill thing? Like, like, what is our limit? And you should play right up against that limit and find a way to push through it.
0: That's the Irish curse that you can place on somebody: is may all your dreams come true, so that you can realize the abject horror of your dreams. (laughs) Um. And good God, I think that's that's pretty close to the truth, man.
1: And you and I have played with that occasionally because I've asked you. I was like, I was like, if somebody offered you a pro ride, would you take it? I think, I think it would be. I think it would be horrible. I for me, I think it would be horrible. Obviously, there are people that it's not. Oh,
0: it would be terrible for you. I think it would be. <sighs> I think I would find a way to make it terrible. Um I'm, I'm <laughs> pretty everything. pretty great. good at that. Um, it it would take a really big shift. Um I remember recently Tom O'Gorman was talking about his um, return to Daytona this year and how his mindset was so much different this year than it was when he was like in the pro racing paddock back in the day. And just how different that experience was. If I was to be able to see this as like, let's see what happens. Like, let's really take it as it goes. Like just, you know, shake everybody's hand, get to know everybody, enjoy the time I'm in the car. If the, you know, if anything happens, it's part of it. But I know my natural tendency that's going to be, well, if I'm here, I want to do well. And what does that look like? That means, you know, et cetera. That's, that's that downward spiral real quick. You know, right. if I made it this far, you know, what else can I do?
1: Yeah, and we've talked about um, when it comes to racing, like sustainability. Like, like is is what you are doing sustainable for sure. your life sure um, and I think we're bad I think in, as humans we're bad at that because you can't chase sustainability and chase more at the same time
0: not without um, a lot of planning and not using credit cards
1: <laughs> yeah we're, we like everybody sucks at that though like yeah. like show me a person who's who's good at that and there's probably a few of them out there, but they, they also probably have a lot more resources than you and I do. Yep. Um, the the people that go into racing at the amateur level, who, if they wanted to, have a budget to race at the pro level, but go, I'll be fine here. But it's um,
0: interesting. I think those same people would be seen as less driven than anyone else. Like the people who have a real sense of purpose. Um, and this, this is going to sound totally judgmental. Um, but like the people who have like a holistic sense of purpose and if they know that, like if, again, like if your, your car disappeared, would you be okay? Like, would you still go out and do things, um, versus like the goal driven people like, goals are very good at motivating you in the short and potentially medium term. They get you off the couch. They get you, they, they, they move you places very quickly. But I don't think that they have the sense of immediate purpose, for lack of, a, <laughs> of any different word, um, to that like ultimate long range fulfillment like the sense of trajectory about it because well, you can't uh, keep winning indefinitely you can't keep moving up indefinitely right you can't keep doing more you can't keep growing you can't i mean at some point like you're gonna get to that back side of that bell curve it's like it's inevitable so then what
1: how do you prepare for that in your sense of, per- like, if if we can accept, like, I would accept that that's inevitable. Like, right. like I do, that's one of the things that, that I don't think anybody ever really told me that's been hard to, to figure out is that, um, that, that you will do things until, well, you'll rise until you fail at some point. Like, like it's just, that's that's sort of what you do with everything um and you know people i've i've known uh olympians people who have made the u.s olympic team who don't like you'll never see them in the olympics because you know being the best in your city being the best in your state being the best you know one of the best in the country like you still show up and you don't really make it like you, it doesn't really matter because you're, you know, being the right. 24th best guy in the world at this isn't really relevant to anything at some point. <laughs> right. um, and, and so if that happens to some of the most talented driven people that I've ever met, it's going to happen to all of us. And so how do we, when we're creating a sense of purpose and creating our goals build that into it um so that we don't be because that's the 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 flip side of the, the, the olympics thing is like like you make it to the olympics and you're the 24th best person in the world and like your your mom's super proud of you but nobody else cares right and then what and if you don't have a then what like Olympians, ex Olympians have like a really have a, a mental health problem as a group, um, because of some of this stuff. And, and we're all, we're no different than that, right? Like we will all reach that point in the thing that we've chosen to do.
0: Yep. The mecha- and- the mechanism may be different is we either take ourselves out of it, um, because we can't compete anymore or, you know, something happens or um, we are taken out of it (laughs) by injury or huge life circumstances that are out of our control. But yeah, ultimately I think it can deliver us to the same place.
1: Because like we can fail at those goals, but maintain purpose. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. How do we, I, how I do think we, that's the hope. So that's like, how I, I don't know how to build that. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> and, and I say that in, in, it may be that I am right. Like, like, you know, I've, I've been taking care of my family for whatever, 20
0: You're literally what? dealing with this right now.
1: <laughs> I'm literally dealing with it, with it right now because, because I've, I've had a really defined sense of, of purpose. For my, my oldest daughter is about to turn 21. So you can really like lay a day on 21 years ago on her birthday is like the baby was born. And like, I started my thing. Right. And I've never really wavered with that part of my life. So everything else in my life has been grounded around that. Um, and it sounds like it, it, it sounds almost hokey, um, to not have anything more than like uh, yeah, I'm going to like keep these four beings alive and uh, make sure they turn into reasonable adults. Um, it, and, and I could go, okay, cool. That's done. And now what do I do? Um, but I think that it's now done. And now what do I do happens to everybody, whether it's, you know, you're, you're done with a job or a career or a relationship or a hobby or any of that stuff. Um, like I, I think the process of redefining purpose is probably similar to the process of defining purpose in the first place. Um, and it may maybe, th- maybe it is, I don't know.
0: Well, I, I think for me, it'd be less of a redefining of a purpose and more of how is my same purpose going to be reshaped how is it going to look differently with a different amount of time allocated to these things with a different amount of money allocated to these things what can you know shifting and flowing from one thing into another you know more more of a tidal change than a sea to desert change
1: so as we talked about the you know like your your kids never stop watching never stop looking mm. you know i would like like i have thought about that when when you and i talked about that i've thought about that a lot god that, um, god even
0: you saying that like it just sits so heavy in like a good way but
1: jesus yeah yeah but but you know just parenting is is concrete and abstract all it it, it at a given time. Right. And, and not everybody has that in their lives. And so they have to, and even people who do have that in their lives, that's not like, like not everybody's floating around going, yeah, my purpose is to do X or Y or Z. They, they have, they have other things that are their, their purpose in life, which is fine. We all need our own path. There's not a, I don't think, I think that's the one thing about purpose is there's not necessarily a superior, like we, we should choose this purpose because it's better because purpose is, is individual it has to be individual um and so is purpose that malleable like is it should it be malleable should it be one of those things that shifts
0: well through
1: time yeah because you talked about like writing it down like there's studies saying like writing this down and and sort of is useful right sure well should we be should we be redefining it
0: I don't, I think you should always be evaluating it, but like, I don't think a purpose is like, all right, my purpose is to be a creative chef in this city at this restaurant. Like, I don't think like
1: a goal anyway.
0: Exactly. I, I think it's my purpose is this, and this is how it is going to be demonstrated at this time in this place. But if you take that time in that place away, then you can still put that purpose in a different time in a bit different place, and still have that be your purpose.
1: That's all I got. And with and with racing, so I I worry with my own racing that that um, that I throw. For, for an old phrase, I throw the baby out with the bathwater that, that racing is not necessarily beneficial to my purpose at any given point. And so I just throw the whole thing away. Sure.
0: I mean, if, um, so as, as an example, it's like, I look back on my life and I definitely see more of a trajectory in that, um, you know, after I graduated undergrad, I went to Florida to be a professional water ski instructor, which was a teaching role, which was exploring again ideas and helping to kind of instill this passion into different people. Then after that, I was a high school English teacher, kind of same thing, <laughs> um, exploring ideas, you know, helping skills to see these ideas um, through, but it's using texts, it's using poems, it's using novels, it's using these things as the conduit um, to have this same conversation, to be creative in not only interpretation, but in writing and in speech, um, poet, like whatever it is. And then after that, I went to seminary, which was all about like encountering new ideas, but then in being creative and interesting in how you could interpret it and how you could take different ideas and put them into maybe maybe something new if you were really lucky. And after that, it was, well, selling pots and pans for two years, which was a really weird, weird time <laughs> in my life. And then, um, you know, working at a church, which was, you know, same thing. Like you're encountering, like some heavy and hard situations in people's lives and families' situations. Um, But you're learning and you're, um, you know, using the little that you've acquired and the perspective that you've gained to maybe help somebody else. Maybe like on your best day, you might be able to help somebody else, but that that was a worthwhile goal. Um, and et cetera, et cetera. Like it was just these things are like is creative. Like what, what can we come up with here? What can we synthesize? What can be something new? And, you know, people were always involved and, you know, I only really realized like about, uh, a couple months ago that what was, and had been missing in my life was kind of this sense of creativity. Um, which I think is also part, part of why I like wheel to wheel racing is I see it very much as a creative endeavor much like it you would be if you played an instrument in a jazz ensemble yeah. you have a structure around it for sure but like what you do in any given song in any given set is going to be something completely new and the structure will still be the same um there will be familiar parts of it but like it will be wholly new every time and sometimes it could be terrible um but hopefully it will can be something very cool at the same time and you know the coaching thing for me and the you know setup analysis and all this stuff like that's that's a way of you know continually learning but being creative and coming up with solutions like all right so this driver is having um, has these skills and like these strong suits is struggling here. So how can we work together to best figure out how to move forward?
1: Yeah. I see when you, when you lay out the, the structure of your life, I can see a recurring cycle of learning and teaching
0: super annoying um, because I definitely ignored that for a while in my, in my <laughs> life. But, yeah.
1: Um, yeah,
0: anyway.
1: No, but but I think uh being able to see that and being able to to recognize that to get um fulfillment out of an activity means that that the the culmination of the activity has or will be in teaching with you. Because to just do something and not be able to teach it doesn't seem like a Scott thing, um, which arguably could would maybe be part of the dissatisfaction in your job because, like, you can learn a whole bunch of stuff about about carpentry and be really good at carpentry.
0: And I was, and, and I was happiest doing carpentry when I had uh, my good friend and carpentry mentor, um, where he could teach me things, but we would look at a problem creatively together and try to come up with a solution that was much more satisfying
1: and so like like i see that as like that's the element that's missing and and i'm not sure it's possible to have that in in your career in a way that that really would make that work out but but i can see if you don't have a pathway for that forward in your career then then to be scott and not have a way to like learn and create and teach within that, uh, could be immensely dissatisfying because it never reaches that point when you're doing it. Yup. Ah, weird. Um,
0: track walking chats is the Facebook group. Um, what do you think about goals? and purpose, the relationship between them. What do you do goals? Does, do goals come out of purpose? How do you figure out what your purpose is? Kind of all that stuff. Um, and the easiest way to help the podcast, if you're interested in that sort of thing, is to share an episode. It could be this one. It could be your favorite one from back in the day. Um, but that really helps us out, uh, leaving reviews also helps us and um you know it's all good so we appreciate the support and you guys listening of course so uh, for the two of us goals and purpose i'm scott
1: and i'm seth we'll talk to you next week